Hello, this is Lisa with another My1440 interview. Today I'm talking with Janet Legere. She is the owner of CLB Learning or and Contact List Builder. Um, she's here today to share her uh, entrepreneur story and uh, how she structures her days, how she prioritizes her work. So Janet, whenever you're ready, if you wanna get started. Well, thank you, Lisa. Really appreciate you inviting me to this interview. This is really exciting. And I, I love what you're doing. I love the whole concept. And awesome. um, I love listening to the interview. So I'm, I'm hoping, I hope I can share some value here today. It's It's been an exciting 21 plus years. Uh, my husband and I found ourselves with the opportunity back in 1999 to be away from the corporate world. And we jumped at it. And back in those days, I got to tell you that one of the key things that it was within the first six months of coming online we were using technology similar to this but it was just text and voice there was no video or anything like <laughs> um, but I had a fellow that we, we had a, a, a call together a webinar I guess and he said the advice he gave to the people on the call is that regardless of what you're doing in your business online regardless where wherever you are in life that you should be always focused on adding people to your contact list. And that's been my focus for the last 21 years. It really has. And I realized in 2003 how focused that was and how important it was uh, to be uh, building your list and being focused on certain activities every day. And it's been something that's been near and dear to my heart. Uh, since then, I wrote my first ebook back in 2003 called The Contact List Builder. Mm -hmm. It was a rebrandable ebook that taught list building strategies. So it basically taught some of the strategies I was using to get people on my list and into my business. And through that, the links that were in the ebook were rebranded to the member who purchased the ebook. Um, sound familiar? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was actually pretty pretty new idea back then. It was something that was uh, very that meant a lot to me. Downline integrity and you know keeping finding a way to help people build their other programs because what I found and I'm sure you you've probably experienced this yourself and see it in the people you know there's so much going on even more so nowadays that it's really hard to stay focused on one avenue or one area or one anything and and mm -hmm. before you can get results in anything you know people are off doing something else because it sounded easier or better or more intriguing or who knows, um, they're off they go. And um, so that's been a real challenge over the years to um, overcome that uh, in a way, meaning that I have no control over what other people do. It's been right. probably write a book about, you know, the psychology behind all that, why people do that. They don't just stick with one thing. And, you know, I mean, even, Personally, over the years, I've been involved in many businesses, many programs, things come and go, as you know. Mm -hmm. um, it's nice to know that the group we're all involved with has been around quite a long time. And that's that's kind of exciting and, and uh, yeah. unique yeah. in this industry, you know, to have a group of people that have all been online for, for quite some time. And so that's, uh, you know, I know that when, when we all talk and, and talk about the things that we do on a day-to-day -day basis, it's, you know, we're, we're all doing very similar things. We're doing things to get people into our business. And we start that by getting people on our list and um, all the distractions in the world 
are fine as long as you're focused on building that list. And that's what happens in my day. My day is focused on uh, getting people, getting new subscribers into my list and into my funnel. And that's what I teach people through, through CLB Learning. But it's, you know, and it, one of the other things I teach is, is the shiny object syndrome, because I, I know that people get involved in a lot of things. And so I like to show them how to include that in, in their autoresponder follow-ups and, and everything else they're doing so that they don't have to be focused on those programs. Is that um, people get into a program and then they get really focused on that program and, and they get lost in what needs to be done <laughs> is building their list, right? right? They're trying to learn that program. They're trying to figure out or take training classes because if a program has training in it and um, you know, you can spend most of your life training and never getting any action out of that training. And so oh, it's important right. that, you know, that you have that list of activities that you're gonna do every day and that you know what you're gonna be doing, that your focus is to get people on your list. And you know, some of the things I do on a day-to-day -day basis, my, my mornings are pretty routine. It's, I get pretty much everything done in about a two, three hour period. And the rest of the day is, is mine to enjoy. And I, I do like to do that. <laughs> well, so you have a, I mean, you have a really good, so you have a, like a really good routine where, you, so how many hours a week do you think you actually work on your business? Like I said, about two or three hours a day is, is about the, what I put in. Now, I mean, I during my day, I may come in here and, you know, come online and do some connecting and, and you know, on social media and what have you. But that's it. like if I'm, I mean, I, it's not part of my work routine. This is what I do all day. So <laughs> I have to schedule time away from the computer. Uh, I, I love being here and I love um, the activities that I do, but my basic activities that are really focused on my income producing activities, let's call them that because okay. that's really, a, and the income producing activity all starts with building your list. Right. And so some of the things that, you know, when I get up in the morning, I, I come in here, I check my email. I have a lot of email addresses and a lot of email that comes in. And so I spend time sorting through it, deleting all the stuff I'm not going to pay any attention to, <laughs> you know, organizing the, the emails that I need to follow up with. And once that's all organized, then I go back and I follow up with all the emails, do my support follow-ups. Um, and then I start doing my marketing. So I'll go on Facebook and do my Facebook posts and, and uh, see what's happening on there, check in with people, uh, have a few conversations see if I can you know stir up some new people there because there's always new people on Facebook and uh, I'm always there to, to help them and guide them into what they really need to be doing and uh, uh, from there um, I'm following up I'll get on the phone and a lot of my funnels have uh, collect an email address and that you know I get a notification on my phone or when they come into the membership program, I get their phone number. The first thing I do is send them a text message. So I'll just add their you know, uh, information to my phone, the phone number, pop them a message saying, thanks for signing up or thanks for filling out the form. When do you have time for a chat or a call? Very simple. And I, I don't know, do you find Lisa, when you talk to people that they're, Follow-up is such a challenging uh, yeah. because they, they just don't know what to say. They, they don't know what to do. And um, do you find that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and most of my follow-up is through, e you know, email my autoresponder. Right, right. So you're, you don't do a lot of text follow-up or call, phone no. call follow-ups. 
And, you know, you're not alone and that that's okay. And I, I am going to encourage you to add the text portion of it because it's, it opened a, a whole new world for a lot of people because people are afraid to do this. They don't want to have that conversation because they're not sure what to say. Whereas in a text, if you send a text message to someone, because most people, their phone numbers, especially in business online are, are cell phones. Um, number one, they're, they're going to see that message. And if they respond, you've got time to respond to them. Right? You've got time to answer their question. You've got time to think about what to say. And if you don't know the answer, you know, you go find someone online and, and, and get the answer. And, uh, but it, it's incredible um, how it's just changed everything because it, now you're reaching out to somebody who's, you know, they filled out a form and they, they, they see your name and they're like, oh, they can choose to answer it or not, but it's not as invasive as a, a phone call because a lot of people are nervous about making that call and saying, hi, it's Janet, thanks for signing up. You know, do you have any questions? <laughs> so it's not that difficult, but people make, people are more, they're not concerned about that opening statement. They're more concerned about what's going to come back, right? What kind oh, of yeah. questions are they going to ask? How do I keep the conversation going? And uh, so i do what I can for the people in my circle of, of influence to help them learn how to have those conversations in a simple way and text and email, Facebook Messenger, Telegram Messenger are such an incredible way to connect with people and do follow up and reach out in a way that's not as scary as picking up the phone and making a phone call. Intrusive. Yeah, I, I'm one of those people that Unless I know who's calling me, I don't answer the phone anyway. Yeah, well, I, me neither. I mean, I, and I mean, that's my business phone. I'll tell people to phone me. But it's like, you phone me, it, it, if it doesn't show me your name, leave me a message. I'll phone you right back, right? And I do. I'll phone them right back. But I like to leave the message. Who is it? I can go look them up. I can look up their information. And then I know who I'm uh, talking to when I call back. I do get a lot of voicemail, but... Um, a lot of that, that then I get phone calls back from that, which is incredible. So, um, but yeah, people won't, don't answer the phone that much. That's why you get the opportunity <laughs> to leave a nice voicemail, uh, but they will look at their text messages. Like even if they don't answer them, you have to admit, if you get a text message on your phone, you look at it. Right. And then, you know, it feels like you're more in control of getting back or not. That's right. Whereas, you know, you know, and you may not even pay any attention to it. It's like, well, I don't know who that is. And you just delete it, but you look at it. Mm -hmm. you know, whereas email, uh, they may or may not look at your email. They may not open it. They may not see it, but they see your text. They read that text. You know, it's, uh, the open rates are very high on text messages, which is a great way to, um, it's a big part of my business. Huge, okay. huge part okay. is, is sending text messages. And then you have your Thursday morning or Thursday afternoon webinar that you yeah, do. Yeah, at noon Eastern, we do a training call. So I, I focus on helping people learn the very simple steps to building your list, the simple steps to making all this happen without it overwhelming you. And it's, that's my biggest challenge. I just, something else while we're here, I, just, I also wrote a book last year, wrote published my first book, ah, Get yeah. Stuck on Happy, uh, 30 Ways to Change Your Life. And change your thoughts and live a happier life. <laughs> I'm really proud of my little book. And it's, you know, a testament to having a course of action, having a plan of action in place and, and following it and doing it. And that's really what the book is about is it's just steps in place to, you know, change the way we think. It's an important thing in business as well. I'm just going to touch on that for a minute. If we have time is what we think about and 
how we feel when we're coming into business. Are we, are we approaching our business with a positive attitude? Are we approaching our business with a, a smile on our face, even mm -hmm. if we're writing an email? You know, people don't realize how important that is to, to come to your business with anticipation and excitement and feel good about what you're doing regardless of the results you, you may or may not get, you, you have to be excited about what you're doing, right? I mean, I think that makes a huge difference in the results that you're going to get if you're excited about what you're doing. Well, otherwise, well, those guys just might as well have a job, really, you know? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Ooh. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, you know, people talk about, quitting their job so they have I would never tell anybody to quit their job like ever no I mean that's the worst thing that someone can do I mean unless their business is already earning them the income they would they would need to replace then fine go ahead quit your job you know I mean it, it's Don and I were in a position where we were we we were out of the corporate world we had the opportunity to be at home and take the time to do the things we needed to do. We were very fortunate that way. And you have to have a way to fund your business because it's not going to happen overnight. And no. most people, you know, they come in, they sign up and they, you know, sign up for free. <laughs> and then they wonder why they're not making any money in a week. And, you know, they're not focused on those activities. They're going to get people into their business, people onto their list. People are who are going to get to know, like, and trust them, which is a you know, big part of all this. And, and I think, a lot of people are far too, um, uh, I'm not sure what the word is I'm looking for, that they don't want to be out in the public. They don't want to be forefront and center. They don't, you know, want to you know, be, let people know who they are. And, and um, sad for them, I don't know that their business is going to grow very well. And I, I commend you for doing this, Lisa, because that's a, a big step in, in getting yourself out there is, is, you know, taking the lead and, and in anything you're doing and being the leader. And not everyone is a leader, I guess, although everyone can be. And you don't have to be that the big leader to grow your business and, and, and attract people to your business. But you do have to get out there. You have to let people know who you are. Right. I mean, I, for the longest time, I felt like well, I could do this without even anybody seeing me like ever. And yeah, it's not real. <laughs> it's yeah. And I'm really glad you said that because and, and I love seeing you putting yourself out there. And it's not as scary as you thought it might be, is it? No. no. And uh, this is like after a few months of being away after what I told you happened this summer. So it's like I need to get this is my project to get me back into creating content after all yeah. that. Well, it's a, it's a great way to do it. I love what you're doing. And I think you're going to be creating some phenomenal content. And I'm really excited that I got to be a part of it. This is. Well, uh, thank you. I'm glad you're here. Do you have any more questions for me? Um, just, you know, what we taught, what you touched on earlier about overwhelm, like when people feel like giving up and, you know, they're just not getting the results and there's too much to do. And, you know, how, how do you, you know, bring them back or show them how to prioritize so that it's not, you know, making their head explode or whatever? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first step is to, you know, go over their list of activities. What are they doing on a daily basis and really analyze them? Are those activities bringing results? Because if they're not, then it's time to change the activities. It's time to change something. I don't spend 
uh, 15, 16 hours a day working my business. That's not what's required here. And, uh, you know, it's the learning curve. The learning curve can be very steep. There is a lot to learn. And, and I appreciate that. There isn't a lot you have to learn in order to build your list to make money. And that's the hardest message to get across to everyone is that there isn't a lot to learn to build your list and, and start making money, build a funnel, start, there isn't. There's a lot to learn about the internet and all the intricacies and to, to really grow, do things like you're doing. Sure, there's a lot to learn to do that, but when you make it, build it, break it down to make, getting it very simple for people who are not getting those results, focus on getting people into your funnel Get that list growing, whatever you need to do to do that. And if if your activities are overwhelming because you've got too many emails to open and click for credits or, you know, too many websites to surf or too many things to do, it's time to really look at what those activities are and break them down and find out which ones are going to uh, make a difference in your business and focus there. Uh, if anybody needs help with that, reach out to me. I'd be happy to go over your list with you and help you fine tune it so that you can have a nice short list like I do every day where I come in here. And it's just, it's just you know, second nature, just bing, 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 bing. And okay, well, now what do I do? <laughs> well, I mean, you have family, so you... I mean, you can spend a little time with it, not so much right now, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do. I see the grandkids uh, every week. We have actually 10 grandkids. I don't see all of them right now. I know, right? When I started a business here 21 years ago, I didn't have any grandkids. <laughs> wow. Actually, I don't even think none of my kids were even married. Like, that's just, that's, yeah. Wow. Overwhelming sometimes. That's what, let's talk overwhelming, okay? That's overwhelming. Business isn't <laughs> overwhelming. <laughs> okay, the children are overwhelming. Whoa. And but, then, so what kind of tools do you, do you have any favorite tools or like oh, hacks or tips or tricks that you use? Well, I, I'm a big fan of solo ads. So there's lots of really great solo ad providers out there. There's lots of so-so solo ad providers out there and lots of not so good solo ad providers out there. Uh, through my CLB learning, I show individuals how to use uh, Udemy as one of my favorite resources. Again, there's a little bit of a learning curve there because you have to know how to pick and choose your solo providers. Um, however, it's very affordable. It's a, the best way to get, get people onto your list quickly is through solo ads. Viral mailers, another one of my favorites. Absolutely love viral mailers. Um, I own four of them. Um, and they're, they have been an instrumental part of my business for 20 years. So back in 2000 was the first safe list that came out. It came out to protect people from spam. You know, internet marketers were looking for a way to be market, be able to market to other people. And, you know, all the ISPs were shutting everybody down for sending email spam. You know, there was big spam. Thing. Right. Spam cops were everywhere. And so that's where how safe lists and viral mailers began. And they started just as a safe list where you would become a member and you could send your emails to people on the list. And then they got creative and started incentivizing them so that people would open the emails. So people are, uh, that is what's really all the mailers today uh, are credit-based mailers where you get an email and you open the email and click the link to earn credits and you get to view somebody's website and you earn credits to send your email to other people. And if you have a good 
nice capture page, chances are that somebody's going to fill out the form and get on your list. So it's, uh, it's that simple. Uh, the other, those are my two favorite resources. I like to encourage people to uh, use their blogging platform. We have a blogging platform at CLB Learning. So I encourage them to use that to talk about the things they're using and doing and get people interested in following them. Um, that's also our blog is also connected to the CTP talk network and hive network. So it's, it all goes up there instantly, which is kind of cool. So those are my favorites, is the viral mailers and uh, solo ads. I can't say that I do much of anything else. Social networks, that's a personal thing. I don't spend a lot of time advertising on social networks. I'm more looking to connect with people uh, who are responding on my page. I might, you know, I might follow other groups and I'll personally connect with the people in those groups. So that's a different way to market on social networks. Oh, thanks so much, Janet, for this. I appreciate you being here and sharing your uh, business wisdom with us. <laughs> well, thank you for having me, Lisa. This has been really a lot of fun. Thank, I appreciate it. It's been a while since I've done an interview uh, type of webinar. So this was awesome. And I wish you the best of luck with everything you're doing with this and can't wait okay. to see what's coming. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, so I'll see you out there in the, in the mailers and the CTP yeah. and I'll see you on the, on the other side, inside, which is where we want all of you. So you know, for all of our, our viewers watching, if you're overwhelmed, you know, Lisa is talking to a lot of people who've been here for some, some time, and we've all got tidbits of advice to help you not be overwhelmed. My best advice as I leave this call is pick and choose what you're doing. Learn something, go do it, make it happen. Learn something else, go do it. Make it happen one at a time. You'll be fine. You got this. Awesome. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> Thank you, Janet. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. All right.